What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Power of Progression. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. So I actually had the honor of being interviewed on my buddy Sam Taggart's podcast. It's called D to D Podcast. He's a phenomenal leader in his industry. And what we talked about on this episode was talking about how leadership is a lifestyle and also talking about those six equities of life that I always preach about and a little bit about my story. So here you go, guys. This is my episode with me and Sam Taggart on D2D Podcast. Hope you guys enjoy it. All right, everybody. This is Sam Taggart with the D2D Podcast. And I'm here with a buddy that I met in Vegas a couple weeks ago, John Marone, who is the ultimate personal coach, speaker, who helps people see and change to become the ultimate versions of themselves. He has helped, you know, gone from literally in jail, addiction, like crazy crap bottom barrel life, to now transforming him, to helping others really see that change in their own lives. So it's really cool that he's gone through his own transformation, and now he's speaking and supporting his people and helping see the change in them. And so today we're gonna be jamming on creating the ultimate version of you in all six equities and really how to live a balanced life in everything that you do. And we're also gonna jam on how to become a coach, how to, how to be a one-on-one, how to be the coach for your salespeople, to, for, your, for your people, for your wife, for whatever that is. We're always coaching, we're always helping people see the better version of them and, and change and get from A to B. And so I'm excited to kind of help give some actual nuggets and tangible things we can all take away from where we can really uh, make somebody different because a lot of people get trapped. They get stuck in where they're at. They're, they're, they're lost. They're, they're looking for somebody to pull them out of the freaking ditch and show them a new path. And so that's a skill. That's an art. And so I'm excited to, to have John on the show as one of the masters at that. So welcome to the show, John. What's going on, brother? How you doing today? Good, man. Uh, so you're coming yeah. at us from where? Where are you at right now? Destin, Florida. So the most beautiful beaches in the country. If you've never been, come down here, hit me up, and let's go ahead and get a beer and, and walk on the whitest beaches in the country, man. It's beautiful. I traveled all across the United States trying to find the best beach to raise my family, and eight spots later, this is where I landed. They have great boardwalk, terrible seafood. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, awesome. Dude, we went deep sea fishing in Destin, and literally, you throw out your rod, boom, fish. Boom, fish. And then the, yep. three dude, the three dudes next to me are like, why are they biting your bait all the time? I'm like, I don't know. I just didn't get lucky. But literally every cast, I'm like, boom, baby. It was awesome. And then yeah. Dude, we had it's like actually called the, lucky, it's, yeah, it's called the luckiest fishing town in the world or something like that. So I live in Santa Rosa Beach, which is basically, everybody knows Destin. Santa Rosa Beach is right next to it, though. That's awesome. That's awesome. No, I definitely, I went there last year with a client and it was, it was great. So, yeah, so let's talk about you. I mean, a little bit, you know, in a brief nutshell, I kind of introed it as like, this guy was literally the scum of the earth in jail and now is transforming lives. So first off, like kind of a little brief story, like where where'd you come from? How'd you get to where you're at now? Yeah, man. So it, it was definitely a long journey. And I think, you know, every super, super and uber successful person has that journey, but it's a little bit different, right? The the thing that's great about this world is that everybody has something that's unique about them and that's their story. And my story starts very young where, you know, I, I was raised in a family that had a ton of love, but they just made bad decisions. So, you know, we went times without electric or gas 
um, you know, where we lived in motels and there was an addiction that, you know, obviously not just to drugs, but also to making bad decisions. Um, and, and it just continued and continued. And probably around 14 or so, man, is really when I went ahead and said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do the same thing, right? I, I looked at it and I don't know why I made that decision. I had two you know, directions I could have went and I decided to kind of fall into that same boat. So I got into dealing drugs. I got into doing drugs. I got into fighting every single day I could um, and then it put me into a bad situation. Um, and, and unfortunately, I got myself locked up and put in jail. Well, I, I, I like the phrase you just said, that people get addicted to making bad decisions. Yeah. You know, and, and some people cope. They feel like their coping mechanism, just like any other addiction, addiction is just covering up for other stuff, right? So it's like, mm -hmm. well, maybe we just do it through making bad decisions, even though we shouldn't be. Just the, the, the resisting the, the good path and wanting to just retaliate and, and get addicted to bad decisions. I mean, and then some people listening to this might be trapped in that. And you're probably saying, well, that's not me. And I'm like, Maybe it is. I don't know. Check yourself. Uh, maybe I, yeah, maybe me. I don't know. We might have all been there. Trust me. I still get to some stupid crap right now. So I think, I think we all have been there. Um, you know, I sat there for too long. That was my thing. So like Will Smith says, it's not your fault and what you're born into, but it's your damn responsibility to change it. And at a young age, I didn't. Right. I mean, I was making money by selling drugs. Right. That was my first sales job ever. Mm, um, you know, I was, deals, baby. <laughs> I was closing deals, baby. Uh, and, Slinging. you know, and, and, and I, was, I got addicted to not just drugs, but to negativity, to fighting. And, and I was going down a bad path. And the best thing ever happened to me was getting put behind bars. And, and in all reality, I look at that and I say, thank God that he went ahead and said, you're done with, like, you gotta finally stop. And it didn't, I'll be honest with you though, Sam, cause it didn't, like, it didn't stop there. So yeah. when I got out, um, I was living in a motel and I still wanted to make bad decisions. Uh, but my now wife basically had said, no, you're not gonna make bad decisions. I'm gonna be by your side. And I've always been the one that's She's been the like- best coach. She's the best coach for you, man. Oh yeah, man, behind every great man, there's a better woman, right? So, yeah. you know, she, she kind of, locked me down. But not only that, I still tried to do, you know, my own thing and she wouldn't allow it. Now, the big thing that, that changed, I'll be honest with you, Sam, was um, I was actually running a door-to-door -door company. Boom, um, DDD, the tribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby, the tribe. So I mean, I've done a lot of things door-to-door -door, and I've done it door-to-door and B2B. Door-to-door cocaine, baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it, man. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, so I was in Florida doing well and I actually – finally started making some strides and, and I went into this opportunity with the clothes on my back and that was it. And I started finally gaining some traction. Well, long story short, I got screwed over by my then partner um, that I was supposed to take over the business for. I headed back to Jersey, started falling back into the same routine. And then I met a gentleman named uh, Pat Nacarado, great Christian man. He basically taught me how to live life the right way um, and told me once he shows me all the things on how to create the ultimate version of you without saying those words, I want you to go ahead and give it back to the world. And I was like, cool, I'll do it. But the reality is I was so income driven that it just, it went in one ear and out the other. I just saw that I was going to run a sales company and I was like, that's it. All the other stuff about getting better and, you know, bettering yourself, man. I was like, whatever. Like it, to me, I didn't care. Like to I'm me, I wanted money, yeah, income, income. Money. Um, and then, it was end of October in 2012 when everything changed. 
there's a lot of people that get caught up, especially in sales, that get caught on that path. And yeah, it's 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 so easy. It's so easy, and it it doesn't take much thought once you become good at what you do. It mm-hmm. just is, you're on autopilot and you're just printing more money. Like that's the yeah. cool part about a good salesperson is they become literally a Bitcoin bot or whatever they're called that like, what are they called? The, the print, the Bitcoin or print the money. Like, yeah, I don't um, get into Bitcoin. Not no, me, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying, but <laughs> anyway, so there's a scripture I wanted to share that kind of came to my mind and I'm not like, I'm not trying to get all preachy, but it was funny that you said, because there's, it's one of my favorites and it's, it's like, if I get, if, if it says, if men come unto me, I will show them their weakness. I will give them, I give unto men weakness that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, they'll make weak things become strong unto them. And, you know, I think that that's kind of the, int- the, the ultimate transformational scripture. I, I don't, I, I don't often get religious on these, but it's interesting that you said the Christ- the Christian man came to me and, said, look, like you were so humbled at this point, like you went through jail, you don't see it. God had to kind of whack you over the head for you to kind of wake up. And I'm assuming that that's where, you know, it's like, if you don't humble yourself, somebody else probably will end up humbling you. And I think, well, that's, that's what was crazy. I thought he, I thought like, even at that, even though he's a great man, that still didn't work, man. Oh, really? It still didn't work. Like, I was still making, I was making changes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was making changes. I was bettering myself, but I'm talking about incremental steps. So, so yeah. What, yeah. When did it kind of start to click is then, you know, it was, it was the end of October, man, 2012 when I was living in Jersey, we lived on a barrier Island. So we're surrounded by water and hurricane Sandy paid us a visit. And I, you know, I was like, I'm from Jersey. I'm Italian. That means one thing. I am stubborn. It's all get right. Like I am super stubborn, not anymore, but I was. Um, and so they said hurricane was coming. I was like, Oh, we'll be fine. So I got my family uh, from their motel. We finally got that. Now get this. I went from motel. Well, first homeless jail, motel, apartment, condo, finally got my own place, like my own house. And that was three weeks before hurricane Sandy came. And all of a sudden it's about eight o'clock. And we're sitting there playing Monopoly and we're in my bedroom. It's a one story. And I heard trickle, trickle, trickle. And I look to the right and it's in the living room. And I see water trickling through my living room. And I kind of freaked out because I was just outside an hour ago and there was no rain. There's a lot of wind, that's for sure. And I started going through the water and I opened up the door and I'm on like a four foot elevation, right? On like a slant. And I look outside and it's like roaring rapids out there. And what happened was the tide came in and the surge came in and it pushed all the water. We had four feet of water outside and within minutes it cracked through the foundation and it's funneling in, funneling in, funneling in. So I'm doing the one thing that I thought I should be doing at the time because I was stubborn. I was, you know, all about income. I got brand new furniture. I was trying to put it up, right? Like so stupid of me. Rather than trying to save my family, I'm trying to save materialistic things. So that's just where my head was. But anyway, I do get it up for the most part and, and everything's on a high ground and we go up to the attic. Well, all of a sudden, the water's climbing rung by rung by rung and you hear thump, thump, thump and the tree, man, is just about to come through and the water's rising and the tree's about to come through and I'm freezing. It's October in New Jersey. I'm soaking wet trying to save my furniture. So I'm sitting there not knowing what to do and I looked at my family and it was like the weirdest feeling, man. I've, I've done tons of drugs. I've been in jail. Like I've lost money like I've done it all you know for for doing bad things and 
people trying to wake me up, but it was in that moment I thought I was going to die. Like the fear of death literally came in to my world. And when I looked back at my family, I said a word I've never used in like the, the context I use it in nowadays, which is what impact have I made? And it truly kind of put me through like a weird twist and a roller coaster um, in my mind because I was like, I don't understand what that word means. But all of a sudden, words started coming out of my mouth of what have I done? How, how, have I, how am I going to leave this world not leaving a footprint, a legacy, something to be remembered for? I remember for the guy that used to fight, got locked up, you know, was a fun partier. That's my mm. legacy. Not only that, I put my family at risk because I was stubborn or because mm. I was selfish. I was like, I need to live my life with impact. God, if you let me out of this. So that it. was the freaking moment. That, that was it, man. The that was it. And then I had no clue what to do from there. And then I was like, man, impact first, income second. What do I do? And then I just started digesting and investigating and interviewing the best minds in the world to find out what they have done to overcome obstacles and what they do day in and day out, implement it in my life. And now I'm able to go ahead and put processes and systems in other people's lives, um, as well as give it back in a public speaking atmosphere to go ahead and change the world that we currently live in to show people you could design the life you always want to live. No matter where you're at today, tomorrow can be so much better. But the biggest battle you're ever going to endure is the one between who you are today and who you want to become. That's the biggest battle. So what I want to give people on this podcast is some actionable things to truly understand that success, man, it's, I'll be honest, it's simple, but it's hard. It's hard because there's a 3,000 pound gorilla in your mind that is trying mm. to suffocate you to be average, right? To be average. I mean, there, um, Andy Minio says it in, in, uh, in one of his songs, he said, my teacher told me to stop rapping because it's going to hurt my average. He said, that's all good because I'm not here to be average, right? Like so good. And so I want to help people realize that no matter where you're at, you may be making six figures, seven figures. I want to help you get to the next level, up level, and not just in figures, but I want you to do that in every equity. So when you do finally go ahead and call it a day and you meet the man upstairs, you've lived the life that you were put here because it's 400 trillion to one. That's the odds of us being born. There's a reason why you're put here. The problem is, is some people know their purpose and their passions, Sam. I think that's not the problem. I think the problem is, is people are scared to go after it because of so many different things. Um, and we can totally get into that. But yeah, so that's, that's me in a nutshell and kind of why I do what I do um, and, and why I'm so intentional and so fired up when I talk about it. And you could probably yeah, see it. Yeah, dude. I, I, <laughs> I can't I, hold I'm it. I'm feeling it. It's contagious, my man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Just that share and that energy, my man. Uh, so talk to me, talk to me about this whole six, six versions or six equities that really, you know, you talk about success, you talk about impact and it was so funny off camera. We were jamming and you were like, I, I make an impact when I'm with my kid, I'm making an impact when I'm with my wife, I'm making an impact. And I think that's all something we all struggle with. I mean, I was out in Mexico with my mastermind group last week and you know, all, all these CEOs, I'm out there coaching. Right. And it's like, every one of them. How do I be more balanced? You know, I'm so <clears throat> top heavy on my work that it, my family life is struggling, my weight, my this, my that. And, you know, it's so funny because they, they come to the circle, they come to Mexico, they come to my groups because they're like, hey, I want to learn the structures, the systems, the, the, the exact like formulas to make more money. And they leave going, wow, we spent 20% talking about that and 80% talking about the other 
equities of your life. So I, I love that we're aligned on this whole vision because I'm, dude, I'm stuck in it too. I mean, literally, I had to send my wife today and tomorrow on a hiatus up at the, you know, in her own hotel so I could just be with the kids and she could be not with the kids because she's unbalanced with the kids too much. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? absolutely. Like, yeah, so if you're unbalanced, so is your partner. <laughs> yeah, she's unbalanced in the sense like, I'm going insane here. You try to be with a two and a four-year-old for literally 72 hours straight. Like, you know, it's I, not easy. Yeah, so I, I, she's like, I want you to go 48 hours, no pawning them off to the kids, <laughs> no, no to, the, to the, you know, to to the assistants or anything. And she's like, you go ham for 48 hours, and then you complain. And, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna make that. I don't know if I can do that. I call Lindsay, my exec, my chief of staff. I'm like, Lindsay, help me out. I got a Friday meeting, and already I'm creeping in on how uh -huh. I, you know, my natural unbalancedness. And and those listening can probably relate in their own form or fashion. So I'm excited to hear the life hacks. I'm like, let's go. What's the secret, man? Go tell me. Yeah. About well, first, first off, all the the moms out there that are are sitting there and you know, holding down the fort. Thank you so much. You know, and all the dads, oh, holding 100%. Down the fort, you know what I mean? Thank you so much. Um, can you hear that barking by the way or no? Ooh, is that El Perrito? No, I can hear it. Okay, cool. I just want to say I, I got a big dog. This is the, that's why I love podcasts because things like that could happen. And guess what? The wife's not here to go ahead and tell her to shush. Hey, She's hold on. Store. John, actually, I've got to take a five minute break and go take out my garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but seriously, that's where I'm at. I'm getting in trouble. It's garbage day. My wife's Look, like, I'm pre uh, you know, I I'm like, I can't handle the smell. Like, I'm like, all right, we might miss You got to take the garbage out, man. Take the garbage out. I don't want I you getting in trouble. Like, this may be your last podcast ever if you yeah, don't take exactly. that garbage out. I just want to exactly. let you know. Like, I might. Let's talk about impacts here. Let's yes. talk about impact. All right. All so, right. let's, let's kind of go back to the word balance. Yes. There's a lot of different things that are going out there, but you – you know, you're, if you're running a business, there's no way you can be balanced. And it's like, yeah, you can be balanced. So I'm, I'm going to kill kind of both those because to me, it's integration. Mm. You have to integrate these six equities. And what does integration mean? First off, what are the six equities? Let's kind of talk about that. So it's our relationship. It's our personal life, like our leisure life, right? It's our health. It's our finances. It's our spirituality. Then it's our income. Those are the six equities. Guys, as humans, this is what we're made up of. And the problem where you're feeling, I'm going to use the word Wait, because everybody knows it. What's up? One more time. Don't mean to cut yep. you off. No, yeah. Here's so you have relationships. Relationships. Yep. You have your personal life, which is like leisure, right? Things, jumping out of airplanes, all that fun stuff that I have to do. Okay. Right? Then you have your business. Business. Or career, whatever it might be. Yep. Then you have your health. Then you have spirituality and whatever that is for you. And then last but not least, you have your income, right? Yeah. You, have, you have finances. So when I say finances, I mean savings. I mean money coming in, yeah, money going like out. Plan, everything. you know, a long-term plan, your, yeah. where you're putting it in. Yeah, absolutely. And the problem comes down to saying, everybody listening to this, you are not clear of what success or what I call fulfillment in each of these equities are. If I would ask every single listener, do you truly know what fulfillment is in each of these equities? They probably would not be able to tell me. And maybe you can, guys, maybe you can. But my question to you is, if you could tell me that, what did you do yesterday intentionally to grab that fulfillment, to get a little bit closer? Because mm. excessive fulfillment only comes through progression. It, you know, when you're losing the weight, it feels good, 
right? It feels so good. It's that progression. When you get to the final weight, it doesn't, I mean, it's like a hurrah, but the real release is when you have that progression. So going back to it, I want to integrate everybody's life to let them know you can have a integrated life. The first thing is understand what does success look like in each of those equities? Mm -hmm. Get super clear, super clear. And then every single week, like I have my uh, clients filling out a weekly progression plan. And on that weekly progression plan on Sundays, they must fill it out and it shows them all the equities and what is at least one thing you will do this week in that equity to get closer to your goals in that equity. And then every day they have a must crush it list, just like a to-do list, right? Mm. And then it asks you, what are the things you need to do today? And it forces you to put down what equity it is. So by the end of the week, if you're looking at it and it says B for business, all of them say B. Well, guess what, brother? You have not, A, held your promise on Sunday, which you said you're going to do all the other ones, and B, you realize that you've been way too heavily focused. Now, also on that, I talk about conversations. Mm. And the problem comes down to everybody listening. I want you guys to take a visual moment right now and close your eyes and think about that one person that you've been putting off having a conversation with. Is it your wife? Is it your son? Is it your daughter? Is it your client? Is it your employee? Like, who's that one person you've been putting off having that conversation with? Is it your mother? I don't know who it is, but whoever it is, you're worried and you're tied to the outcome versus tied to having the conversation. And that's not allowing you to be balanced. And it's, allowing, it's actually putting more stress and a feeling of being overwhelmed on you. Um, and therefore, I don't think you can integrate if you don't take care of these conversations. So I challenge everybody every week, is say, who's the conversations that you need to, you know, who's the people you got to have conversations with? Um, and a lot of times they're just tied to the outcome, right? Like maybe you have a problem with your spouse or your kid or your employee and you're like, I don't know how they're going to react to this. I'll just put it off. I'll wait until I can really know what to say and then I'll say it. Well, I don't know if you know this, but there's something called the law of diminishing intent. Yeah. The longer you wait to do something, the less likely you are to do it. And therefore, guys, the law of Dimension 10, if it's creeping in on your conversations, and it may be in your business life equity, it may be in your health, in, you know, with your uh, personal trainer, it may be with your relationships, guess what? You will not be balanced. Conversations need to be had in order to be, quote unquote, balanced. So what I say, integration. So it, there's a process to it, but I'm talking about every situation I walk into, man, I am super intentional. When I'm with my daughter, I am super, super intentional. Right. Like, like, like I, I am, I'm trying to be the ultimate father, right? I'm trying to be the ultimate coach, the ultimate, uh, you know, speaker. I'm trying to be the best of the best. And when I'm in that moment, I got to stay present in that moment. And mm. in order to do that, you got to know what success looks like. So me and my daughter have a date night or a date day or a date lunch every single week, every week. And my wife holds me accountable to it. And that's the next part of it. Like if you don't have somebody holding you accountable, you will not be able to have that true fulfillment because we, we say, are the biggest liars to ourselves. Like I asked a lot of people, hey, who's the biggest liar you know? Oh, it's my uncle. Oh, it's my, it's my buddy, you know, you know, Chris, it's this, it's that. Mm -hmm. No, it's you. You're the biggest liar. Even if you're not a salesman, you're the best salesman you know because you yes. are lying to yourself, man. And not only yes. that, we talk about all these dream killers. My boss is a dream killer. He's a dream crusher. My mom's a dream killer. You know, this is a dream killer. No, you're the dream killer because you're lying to yourself and you're not willing 
to do the things that you don't want to do when you know you need to do it. When the motivation leaves your body, Sam, when the motivation leaves your body, that is when success and fulfillment actually start to form. It's not when you're motivated. Motivation's temporary. If everybody's motivated all the time, we'd have billionaires all over the place. The reason why you guys listening are not where you want to be is because when the feeling of motivation, when you get off this podcast and motivation leaves after two, three, four, five days, it's what you do then that really matters. Mm-hmm. And that right there will help you have that fulfillment. But we kind of going back to the equities and integrating it. You just have to have a process and that weekly progression plan, that must crush it list, that con- the conversations you need to have this week. And then understanding, we talked about this offline, there will be weeks that you are a little lopsided. That's okay. For instance, I talked about my retreat coming up. Well, I'm, I got to make sure this agenda is done. I just did four cities in 30 days speaking. And you know, it's, it takes a lot out of you. So when I was doing that, I didn't have time to really create the agenda because when I'm focused, I'm focused, right? When no. priorities, priorities. Mm-hmm. So now next week, I will be heavy on, you know, the retreat side, which is the business side, but there'll be a dead stop time. And then I'll have straight family time because I will be, you know, eight to six straight agenda, straight retreat, everything that I want to make sure that I, you know, six o'clock, six to eight, boom, family time, no excuses, phones away. Hmm. Guys, if you are listening to this, think about it. Think about how important what John just said is like, a lot of people are going to listen to this and go, well, he doesn't get it. And I'm like, if he gets it, you ran business. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, but I'm different. Oh, but maybe in four years I'll start doing that. Or, you know, once I can reach this point in life, I'll then start to get more balanced. And me and my wife, no, we, man. we literally had this conversation this morning. And, you know, it's funny because I was like, I'm going to retire by the time I'm 40 and $20 million net you know, net worth or whatever. And, you know, I kind of show her this and, and I was like, and that's when Ellie's 15 and 13 Nora, and you know what I mean? And, and I can freaking be the ultimate coolest high school dad like <laughs> ever. And then literally my wife goes boom with a pound of bricks. And she's like, yeah, if they want to be with you. Mm. And I was just like, Oh, ouch. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. right. you know what I mean? And, and, and it hit me and it was just like, Look, you know, you, she's like, think about it. Like, what are you doing intentionally? And, you know, and I was like, but babe, I'm not trying to like negate like what we're talking about here. But she saw it as like, look, dude, like if you're so uber focused about that vision, then you're going to like, great. You might miss up on those moments of key development, mental like brains and attachments and, you know, that whole like just key moments. You're never going to get those 18 years back. Once they move out, once they move out, like there's somebody else's lover at that point. You know what I mean? Like, and not only that, brother. So, do you know how kids spell love? Attention? I don't know. T I M E. T I yeah, time. Okay, yeah, that's what. That's it, man. You got to spend time with them. You got to get on their level. So your wife's right, man. It sucks to hear that, guys. Listen, it it sucks to hear because we're working our butts off, right? We're like out here grinding for our family, and then like. But you're not spending enough time with your family. Well, it's it goes like, back. It goes back to what you said. Right. It's we're the biggest liars to ourselves. Yep. We can and, justify anything. And and I loved that. It's just like, it's the success is that fulfillment through the process. 
And mm-hmm. instead of that destination of net worth of 20 million or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And no, so I just think like what you're saying, if our audience could resonate more and actually take it to heart. So I love that you just, here's the process. Here's the system. Sunday, mm-hmm. you write your weekly progression. What do you call it? The weekly progression. Yep. Weekly progression plan. And you have, and you guys could do it. I mean, if anybody wants to reach out to me, but it's basically write down all the equities and what's one thing you're going to do to get closer. So, like, and it could be for, let me give you an example. Like for my wife, it may be just send her a text message of love every single day. It may be write her a note, right? For my relationships. So it doesn't have to be anything big guys. It just needs to be some progression. That's it. Just progression. Not to like try to sell my planner or anything, but if you're listening, <laughs> buy my planner. Buy his um, planner. <laughs> so, no, so I wrote a planner and it's so funny because it's not like this is rocket science, but it's just doing it. And I sucked at it. So every week, I'm going to show a blank page. I created the six doors to a balanced life. I'm like, oh, wait, your doors happen to be the same effing doors that my, you know, <laughs> your equities, financial, spiritual, relationship social or personal, you know what I mean? And it's just like, holy crap, guys, this is very simple. So I put little boxes. That's why you put little doors and you write in there your weekly progression. And it's like what you just said. And then you said, Hey, what's your crush it? Describe a crush it list. Yeah. So every day, every week I have my spots for my crush it list. And every day I call my three battles that come from the disciplines of execution. It's like, what's your three battles every day, which would be your daily crush it list. No matter what, if Mm -hmm. I only got three things done today and I sat and watched Netflix the rest of the day, I'm going to feel good about my day. So you're doing that every week and every day you look at that and it's a system behind how you grow and find impact in each level of your life boom baby nuggets yes and, 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 and we kind of talk on that for a second so i ask people every single time i speak i don't know if you're in it for that part of the session but every time i speak i say what is the number one all these people i've interviewed you know my my own success the people that i've digested their information i've always found out what the number one piece of success is the number one habit and nobody ever gets it right, man. I'm talking about anywhere from if I'm in a session with 20 people to 2,000 people, nobody ever gets it right. I give them five minutes. Tell me what's the number one habit, guys, to be successful. And everybody says it's discipline, it's motivation, it's get up early, it's this, this, that. No. And this is what I need you guys to listen to right now. Everything I'm telling you, everything that Sam tells you, everything that you hear that you know will help does not matter if you don't have this one habit because it is the umbrella to all the other habits. And that is self-awareness with vulnerability. Mm. That's it, man. Like if every day you had a trigger come up onto your calendar and it said, were you self-aware today? And you had to answer it. Would that help you? So every single day pops up. And what I tell people is what are the three habits that you're trying to create or stick to? Because kind of going back to, to what I talk about creating the ultimate version of you and building a future that you've only, you know, dreamed of, you know, we can predict our future. Like people don't realize that, right? How? Because our habits control our future, okay? And we control our habits. The problem is we're not self-aware enough to know when our habits are falling off. So every day, let's just say I want to start waking up at four o'clock. I want to start going to the gym every day. Um, and I want to start making 20 extra calls, right? Let's say or, or 20 extra knocks, whatever it might be. If those are three 
empowering habits I'm trying to put into my life because I know it's going to get me closer. I want every single day something to pop up in your calendar and say, did you accomplish that habit? Did you actually do it? And then this is what you do next to it. Did you accomplish it? Yes or no? No gray area, guys. Stop lying to yourself. Just yes or no. If it's a no, you say, okay, why didn't I? There comes in your vulnerability. Why didn't I? Just be real. Like what BS excuse did you give yourself? Then next, what will I do differently tomorrow to make sure that that habit is actually hit, that I actually go ahead and knock on 20 extra doors, that I wake up before that I go to the gym. What are you gonna do differently tomorrow? Because if you don't change your strategy, you won't change your results, plain and simple. So self-awareness, guys, listening to this, no matter what you hear in this world of a plethora of information, it's all out there. If you don't have self-awareness daily, you will be struggling forever. Boom, boom. <laughs> no, I just think, guys, I almost just want to end on that. Jeez. <laughs> okay, if, if, uh, raise your hand if you want to struggle forever. And if you're on that bandwagon, I, uh, I applaud you. And for hacking out <laughs> struggle, the eternal struggle, good job. For those that, uh, that don't want that, uh, we should probably listen to that advice you just gave. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's man. Like, I mean, it's kind of yep. like, let's be real. So, I, dude. I, I, we kind of got to wrap up due to time, but dude, I am sitting here going, um, if you want more of Mr. John Marone, where do we find you, dude? Like what's your like Instagram or something or Facebook or you have a podcast too, right? You Absolutely, got- man. Um, yep. Yep. So I got a podcast as well. It's called power of progression, power of progression. I mean, a phenomenal guest on there. You'll be coming on soon, but I got some powerhouses, you know, I got people that run multiple businesses, making billions or multiple millions of dollars a year from Patrick Bet David to Chris Harder to Jasmine Starr to Hal Elrod to Sam Bakhtiar uh, to Cole and Sandra Hatter. There's just so many that the list goes on and on and on. Uh, but if you want to be better today than you were yesterday and get actionable tools to do it, that's what my podcast is about. Um, it's called Power of Progression. Every single Love Tuesday, it. please go check it out. Um, hit the you know, subscribe button or whatever it might be, whatever platform you use. Now on Facebook and Instagram, it's at Real John Marone. So it's He's at the real, real. One, not the fake <laughs> Yes, J-O-H-N. Don't make sure to not follow fake John Marone. Yes, follow fake John Marone. I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm going to yeah. find him one day. And we're going to follow real John Marone. Yeah, real John Marone. It's M-A-R-R-O-N-E. Cool. Uh, and then you can go check out my website, man. It's just johnmarone.com. Super simple. Uh, and, and I'd love to hear your story um, and, and see if there's any value I could add to you and, and just, you know, go ahead and, and jam on, you know, some life, um, you know, tactics and, and, and some hacks. But more importantly, let me just try to go ahead and, and get into your story and, and feel you out and see if I could help you. Beautiful. I honestly want to do, I mean, we didn't even touch on the stuff that I wanted to. We just touched on awesome stuff which was meant to be i mean it just took us that yeah. out so maybe we do another one of these where we talk through the coaching programs and 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 how you have that one-on-one conversation and really yeah. instill the impact in others and i mean that was like the thread but i mean we just threaded this to a completely better op- you know it just was what it was supposed to be i love it that's yeah, what's so man, cool I'm, about podcasts man i mean i am down like- let's let, let let's help these leader become leaders and help these leaders create other leaders um, and, and now we, we could jam on that man for a long time. Yep. And anybody that's listening to this, 
you know, I just kind of give you a heads up. If you think you're a leader, remember it's a lifestyle. It is not something you put on your card. It is not a title. Leadership is a lifestyle, which means you must act as if everywhere you go, inside the house, outside the house, work. And if you don't think you're a leader, I got something to tell you. You are because somebody's looking up to you. I don't know who it is, uh, but somebody's looking up to you. And they may not even be telling you that they are, but start acting like a leader because it is a lifestyle. When you make that shift, right, you start making better decisions. You start getting a little bit more into taking bigger action steps. Um, and and you, know, you realize, I mean, you could be helping one person, which means you help their family, which means you help their legacy. And that's all you need to do it for. You don't need to do it for millions. All you got to do it is for one person. Mic drop. <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> Okay, so dude, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate your time and you as inspiring and, and, and it's crazy how aligned you are with our mission at, at DDD and you know, it's really to go up level and unify these direct sales guys and, and leaders and owners of, of these companies that really, we're kind of a broken person you know, sometimes and if we're not aware of that and like you said, the self-awareness with vulnerability, like we're all just, faking it. You know what I mean? That it's like your, your Instagram should all just say fake your name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, well, it's like, I just, I just want to chat on that. I know we got to go, but I just really want to touch yeah. on that for like one minute. So sales guys, look, we, everybody's made up of, of several human needs, right? And, and yeah. everybody has one human need that's higher than others. Yeah. Sales guys, this is your human need. It's significance. Yep. That is your biggest human need. And to fulfill that, you feel like you got to act a certain way. But I'm here to tell you that ego deafens the pain of stupidity. So if you think that you're going to have ego and you can grow, mm -mm, it is not going to happen. You will have a threshold. So you got to drop the ego, right? And you got to realize with, without the ego, that's your biggest chance to grow. And significance could still be your number one need, man. Like, I love hearing my name, you know, shouted out. I love, I love it. Like, who doesn't, right? There's a few people that don't, but... I love that, but now I'm doing it for a different reason, but I still, still love it. So I'm telling you, significance could still be that, but you have to drop your ego sales, guys and girls. We have to drop our ego in order to grow and realize you don't know what you don't know. And if you really want to create that legacy, right, the most important part of our grave is that dash. If you really want people to come to that dash when you're all said and done and remember you a certain way that brings impact to their life, then you need to drop the ego you can sell significance and you need to realize you don't know what you don't know and truly live every day because it gets your last, right? Every day I wake up, it's the biggest game of my life. And I'm talking about every equity because you're one breath away from death. And if you don't take that into consideration, you're going to be playing average and mediocre every single day. And that's not why you're put on this earth. You're put here to be great and you're destined for it. No matter what your past look like, no matter where you're at currently, but it won't it won't happen unless you start being grateful for the things you currently have. You start putting your ego down and you start truly taking massive, aggressive, empowering action because you and your family deserve it. So go get it. It's yours. The only thing that's stopping you is you. And that is it. Dude, amen. Can I get a <laughs> Sorry, I had to go on a rant. Dude, I need a, like a hallelujah. You got to be some like Southern Baptist preacher. Like, dude, <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Like I'm loving it. Got the hand wave going and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome just to see your passion for just helping people see the greater version of them. I mean, that's like your whole mission is it's like, 
Dude, it's so funny. What makes a good leader? I always tell people, I'm like, leadership is really just helping see the greater version in somebody that they're not seeing, you know? So yeah. I, it, yes. it's, and it's helping them get there. So anyway, yeah, yep. like you said, everyone on this is listening is a leader in some sort of fashion. So own it, and make it a lifestyle. I love that. Um, yes. Okay. Well, much love. Love you. And uh, we'll, we'll be, we'll be chatting soon, my man. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you and for what you do, man. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who is listening. Uh, but thank you for what you do and the platform that you have um, and, and continually, continually changing and disrupting the D2D industry. Um, and, you know, if they don't know who you are today, they will soon enough because the passion and the reason why you're doing what you're doing shows. And for that, that's why I'm going to ride with you. Ride and die, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, baby. And there you have it. That's the podcast with Sam Tagger from D2D Podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Also run over to YouTube and go ahead and look up John Marone and subscribe there. Hit the little bell. I'm dropping content on there every week. So make sure you get notified whenever anything drops. Last but not least, if you're ready to stop struggling, if you're ready to truly step into that authentic version of yourself, dig deep into your bullshit create a daily discipline that will empower you for success, truly create the ultimate version of you and up-level your life in all six equities, if you're ready for that, then please run over to johnmarone.com, take a look at the ultimate you, and if you're ready and if you're serious to grab control over your life, then please go check it out. If you have any questions, please email me, john at johnmarone.com. Otherwise, Go ahead and jump on the ultimate you and hopefully we can get on a call together. Until then, keep crushing it and keep creating the ultimate version of you.